Let's be radically honest. The reason you decided to become an entrepreneur wasn't to put yourself last and sacrifice your health and well-being. You were looking for freedom. Imagine if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working any harder. Imagine if stress and overwhelm were a thing of the past. What if the way forward isn't about a brand new approach and all you need is a mindset shift instead? Business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of the underlying beliefs that are holding you back so you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Why don't we do that together? Let's create an epic life together. Welcome everyone, live or afterwards. So excited to have you here with me. My name is Ranchal Van Bryce. The show you are listening to is Ignite Your Success with Ranchal, and you might be here in the live studio. Oh, I love that. I've always wanted to say that. Join me in the live studio at Inspired Choices Network. So awesome to be here with you. Uh, today's show is really um, doing a deep dive into using your authentic voice, um, the secret weapon in your entrepreneurial journey. And I say this because I have found so often, not only in my own life, but in the, with the clients that I work with, is sometimes what comes up is this almost fierce, fiercely fearful um, way of looking at things and being so afraid to speak our truth or to express our opinion or to even express our own particular brand, for example, in business. And so lately, I've just been shown all of the ways I personally have been holding myself back, the ways that I'm still afraid of expressing myself or sharing an opinion. And so I decided to do what better way to like, you know, help myself move through my pile of poo, but to host, you know, a live show on this subject. And so welcome to this. And so I, you know, I often talk about hardworking entrepreneurs and you might be feeling a little lost in your path. And uh, sometimes that can happen because, you know, we follow a business model. We're taught to follow a successful business model, but in that following of a business model, I'm going to dive deep into maybe why you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, but following into that business model and following the path of maybe a mentor you have or a coach, like I'm a coach, right? So I'm always aware of ensuring that the people that I work with, uh, they use the language that represents them, the brand that represents them. And if they're going to model anything, they don't necessarily model my methodology, but rather model the an opportunity for integration um, so that the results that they're seeking can be created, can be manifested, and can be acquired. That was the first word that came to me. And so we're going to dive deep. We're going to flip the script today and talk about how do you come up with your authentic, authentic voice. Now, more so, I'm going to point you to some tools that I've been using to do that versus necessarily a step-by-step. And then afterwards, if you want to connect with me, please feel free to do that. And we can have a personal one-to-one -one conversation about what that might look like for you. And so who am I? Um, as you know, the introduction said, I'm a coach. I'm a business intuitive coach. What I have found is that a majority of successful professional and entrepreneurial women still experience the pain of imposter syndrome or that they're not enough. They don't know enough. They're not smart enough or just a general sense of I'm not enough. And at some point in the cycle of the business or profession, we've even questioned our value and our worthiness. 
men and women have both expressed to me that what they really want from their business is to have freedom with their time and money. Or if they're not, I uh, don't own a business, but they have a profession, they're really looking for that feeling of epic, the, the epic life, the feeling of ease and flow. Because I believe ease and flow is our natural state of being. And the reason we don't feel that way is we've been conditioned to look at things through the lens of our false self versus the lens of truly who we are. And so often people seek me out because they're looking for more success, um, thinking though that they can't have it because they'd have to work harder, which you wouldn't have to, or that you needed another tool or strategy in order to be more successful. And that's why I want to talk about this. Yes, tools are important. Yes, strategy is important. Yes, following a business model is important. However, really what the um, true issue is that a small shift is needed and how we view our challenges and our obstacles and the prob problems that, that are approached. And what I love sharing is that a new strategy based on your current beliefs will lead you to the same results. And so if you want different outcomes, a different set, a, a different environment, different results, we need to start with your mindset. And so part of what today is even talking about the mindset of how do you hire a coach or have a mentor or follow a program, a, a system, a methodology, a strategy, and, because I don't think it's either or, and find your true authentic voice. Because when you don't find your true authentic voice, what you have is more of what you don't want. And so my mission and my purpose really is to share my own personal journey with you and to guide you, the entrepreneur, to let go of the pain that you're experiencing with this competition and comparison and imposter syndrome and help you create that epic life and so that's what we're going to talk about today so super uh, duper duper excited to be doing this with you I don't know about with you for you but when I was growing up as I was um, in high in school not even I was gonna say in school but probably more so high school and university and or listening to other mentors and they would say if you want if you want success, you need to follow the path of what successful people have done. Maybe you've heard something similar, right? Uh, you know, if you said, say you think that Oprah Winfrey is successful. And so then you go, I'm going to follow Oprah Winfrey's pathway or Ellen DeGeneres. I'm just trying to think of some like Sir, um, uh, Sir Richard Branson as an example, or maybe Grant Cardone is somebody that you, or someone from Shark Tank or like just, I'm just kind of thinking of random people that I think at one point in time, maybe I aspired to be like um, the things that they have done. I was like, yeah, that's what I want. I want to accomplish that. I want to achieve so much more. And so I started going down this path of what are they doing and let me do what they do. And so we've been told that follow a successful proven system. The challenge though, and there's a few here, is how do you know it's successful for you? So it's not about not following the success, right? Not following their strategy, but really stepping back and asking yourself, how will I know this will be successful for me? Now, I'm not talking about tapping into any of the limiting beliefs that you have about who you are and what you do, but rather looking at the business model and going, what do I like about this business model? What resonates with me? What challenges might I experience with this particular business model? How can I overcome those challenges? Do I need a different mindset? Do I need a different skill set? And 
is it realistic for me to expect, and I don't talk about realistic goals very often, but just kind of go with me. Is it realistic for me to expect to be like that person? And how long did it take them to get there? Because what I find is the people that we see now online, whether that's Google or Instagram or threads or Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, I mean, any of the social media, right? What we're seeing is their highlight reels. What we're seeing is their life right now. And so what we're trying to do is model the life they have right now. That makes sense, doesn't it? But what steps did they take to get to that place right now? Now, they might tell you that they took those steps, but they might have forgotten some of the key ingredients to create and manifest that particular success. So it's not about not following their business model, but really trying it on for you. How does it feel to you? Right? I When I hear people now talk about, let's hustle and grind, I want to barf because I did that. I hustled and grinded for oh, 11, 10, 11 years when I had the Curves franchises and it almost killed me because I'm not designed, and I'm talking like human design type. I'm not designed to hustle and grind. And if I don't follow my design type, if I follow the hustle and grind, achievement-oriented, let's go to battle, right? Let me shoot, let me hunt, let me pursue that energy. I get sick. I physically get sick. So I can follow a proven success model of someone who hustles and grinds. And what ends up happening to me personally, to Ranchelle, is that my business, my life, everything goes into the toilet because I'm trying to do something that I'm not designed to do. I'm designed to reflect. I'm designed to be your mirror. I'm designed to like sample and taste what's going on in the world. I'm designed to teach how to integrate and embody different works. That's what I'm designed to do. I'm not designed to, to, to do the thing, right? I'm designed to envision the thing. In fact, um, Christina, CEO of Inspired Choices Network, we were just having this conversation about uh, I'm working on a new platform and a new program that I'm going to be launching. And we were talking about, I am a great visionary. I am a great starter. And I am not actually designed to finish all of the things that I start. So I need to, uh, to bring into my life uh, people who can either A, help me finish project, or B, that I can line up and work with and collaborate with to assist me, to keep me accountable, to help finish the project. And my finishing of projects sometimes takes years. And some people would look at that and go, that's not a very successful business model. But I know that that particular business model works for me. So if I go around comparing myself, which I have done for so many years, that it would take me so much longer to launch something, to get really good at something, I used to be so judgmental. And now I know I'm meant to take time. I'm meant to percolate. I'm meant to contemplate, right? I'm meant to like think about things. Some people will call that procrastination and it can be. It can look like procrastination from the outside. But my true authentic voice, 
part of my brand, actually, part of my mission, my vision, and my purpose is to take time, is to mull it over, to talk about it with people and, and have it kind of brush up against their thoughts, to watch, to listen, to feel into their reaction, their response, and then I'm to launch. My design is to wait minimum 30 days before I actually put something into place or sometimes more. I had an idea five years ago that's just coming to fruition. And if I based my concepts, I based my business model on the people that I've hired to be mentors or coaches. And I'm, I've spent, I don't know, probably honestly, close to $140,000 on my education alone. And I'm not talking university. I'm just talking since I graduated, I left university. I did not graduate. I, I left university. And that's just, so it took me that long for me to figure it out. So I'm bringing this to you because yes, let's follow a proven success model. However, are you supposed to model it exactly that way? And I would venture to say, mm, probably not. But what percentage should you keep? This is why I believe that everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a mentor, but specifically coaching. And not your best friend coaching, because that doesn't always work. I'm talking um, Candice McKim, who is uh, Clarity Confidence Connection. Her and I do, do summits together. Uh, we have another brand, Clarity Confidence Connection Summits and Events. We actually have some of our shows here on Inspired Choices Network. And Candace says all the time, hire a damn coach. <laughs> and she says that because she understands that you can follow a proven successful model and it might not work for you. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You're not broken. Perhaps maybe that particular model wasn't the best for you. People will talk about it's more efficient to follow someone who's already done the thing. And I'm like, is it? Is it more efficient to be looking at how I'm not doing something in comparison to somebody else? Is that more efficient? What's efficient about it? What does efficiency even mean? How can I ensure that I'm going to be efficient? How can I measure efficiency? So those are some of the key questions when you go to follow a proven quote unquote, business model. We're going to talk more about that after our first break. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. So much to appreciate your time. My name is Ranshaw Van Rice. You're on Inspired Choices Network. And the show you're listening to is called Ignite Your Success with Ranshaw. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently? changed the way you look at it would you feel differently about yourself and your journey tuning in to ignite your success with business intuitive coach ranchelle van bryce you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently join ranchelle wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m eastern 4 p.m central 3 p.m mountain 2 p.m pacific Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. 
professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hello and welcome back both to live. Uh, so exciting. We have now, uh, we've always been live. Uh, here at Inspired Choices Network, but now we're live streaming in so many different places and it's uh, kind of cool, kind of scary at the same time. For those of you who might know me, you know that I actually had a really hard time before I started here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, I had a really hard time being on video. <laughs> and so it kind of makes me laugh because every week now I'm, I'm you know, on video, I'm on TV. And so, you know, the things that we are willing to overcome when we have a mission, uh, when we know what our life purpose is, we can, you know, I guess really it's that saying, feel the fear and do it anyways. And so I just want to, you know, thank you, all of you for uh, joining us live here in this in the studio audience. So we're talking about efficiency and um, how we can, you know, at, at some point in time, we, we're going to measure efficiency. So we're talking about following a business model and then following efficiency. And what does that look like? You know, I think what's so important is to decide how will you measure efficiency for you and your business, especially if you're following a business model. Now, most people would say one of the ways to follow efficiency is to measure your results. That makes sense. I ran all of the Curves franchises based on my numbers. I knew exactly what was happening um, at different points in time based on the conversion rates. How many people called into the fitness centers? How many appointments we booked? How many people showed up of those appointments? If those numbers weren't running correctly, I knew that the staff weren't following. We had a script that we had to follow. I knew the staff weren't following the script. Then when people came in, what was our sales closing rate? If it was less than 78%, I knew that the staff wasn't following. We had a way that we actually did a sales. So I knew that they weren't following that. Our attrition rate was always less than 5%. So it was more than that, that I knew something was going on in the fitness centers. So I could say I was able to see how efficient certain parts of my business were based on my numbers, based on my conversions, not just my numbers, but based on my conversion rate. Do you know what your numbers are? Whether you're following you know, a business model or not, are you aware of what your numbers are? And there's a whole bunch of different numbers that you could look at. You could look at how many website visits do you have? How many downloads do you have? Um, how many shares do you have? How many likes do you have? And those can be um, tangible, but they also can be intangible, meaning not intangible, not accurate is a better word. Some of those things might not be as accurate as you want. So then you need to decide how much um meaning are you going to give it from a perspective of a business running your business numbers not does it mean that someone likes me or not likes me or likes you or doesn't like you right so those are some of the things that we want to look at but, but it is important to know what efficient means for you 
because over and over again, people say, follow this business model. It'll save you time. It'll save you money. That might not actually be the case. <clears throat> and so what has this got to do with developing your own authentic voice? Let's go there for a moment. When you really know who you are, when you stop being afraid of expressing yourself, you can follow a business model and express you. Have conversations that you want to have. So you're actually having maybe a following a business structure, maybe looking at the systems that a business does and asking yourself, um, how can I integrate this? How can I embody this in my own authentic voice? How can I create my own brand? You might have someone who might say to you, I'll use an example. Years ago, I had someone who told me that I shouldn't swear um, whether when I was doing video and that I shouldn't swear when I was speaking. And I really like thought about that. And part of, um, and I didn't for the longest time. And it's not that I go around dropping F-bombs all the time, but I have been known to draw, to, you know, to drop an F-bomb or two. Because I authentically speak like that when I'm trying to make a point. And so wouldn't it be awful for my ideal clients if they heard me speak differently here, as an example, and then actually came to me, worked with me, and heard me drop an F-bomb and were offended by dropping an F-bomb. To me, that's not using my authentic voice. Now, as I said, I don't go around dropping you know, F-bombs all the time, but I have been known to. Am I respectful? 100%. When I'm on someone else's stage, you know, I do. I ask them how they would react or respond to that. So I ask for permission. If they say no, I can't, then I won't, right? I won't do that. I want to be respectful. My authentic voice, though, is talking about things like systems and strategies and higher power and God. So again, um, it would serve me and serve all of you if I show up authentically, right? I love the color pink. I try to wear pink and as often as possible. I love crystals. I wear crystals. This is also part of my brand. So again, when we, we can follow a model, a structure, a system, but you're, you showing up authentically as who you are, right? It's kind of like, you know, certainly, um, I mean, dressing apart and then that's not how you really dress. I understand, I understand the concept of it, but I think one of the ways that we're moving um, the bridge between what's going on before and what's happening now is we're showing up in a new way of being in business, a new way of being in, in a profession. And that's allowing us to express ourselves. And so wouldn't there be something if you were following a business model or a guru, a coach, a mentor, and you dressed like they dressed. Think about this. I'm talking like physical clothing. You dressed like they dressed because they told you that you should. To me, that's the same as taking information about copywriting and um, so writing copy that converts 
that's something about copywriting and taking that and using their copy right that they've created and using it in your own content to me that's the same thing that's my coach's voice my the guru's voice that right the the model my content will look different right it'll look different and so should I use it as a model because it because copywriting is essential? Like creating content that converts is essential to an online business? Yes. Yes. It would be silly for us to ignore that. Right. One of the ch biggest challenges that I hear with chat um, or open AI, but so chat GPT is what I use, is that it doesn't sound authentic. It sounds robotic. And so that's true, but if you use your voice, your um, your tone, and you use your voice and tone in the prompts that you give it, chat can save you tons of time, right? I will take what I'm thinking of in chat. I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Here's what I wanna cover, right? And I ask it to help me write a description that would appeal to you, to my audience. Why do I do that? Because I want you to listen, because <laughs> I want you to tune in. I'm aware of what my purpose is, but if my um, lack of copywriting skill sets prevents me from doing that, then I'm not really allowing all of me to get out there. I'm not really being authentic. I know that my copywriting skills are like, okay, I know that. And I want more listeners. I mean, let's be real. And, and when I say that, because I think, I think lots of times what happens is, is we forget that when we live our purpose, we want people to be part of our life whether that's business or professional I don't want to manipulate anyone to be here I, I certainly don't want to to um, yeah I don't want to manipulate I do though want to use all of my skill sets in order to attract my ideal client you the listener to listen to connect with me because I know I have a message to share I know I've been called to share this message. Those of us who have a podcast, we know we've been called to share a message. That's why we have a podcast. So I can follow, go back to this. I could follow what some of my coaches have written and, and have them write it, right? And use their voice. Or I can utilize some of the cool tools out there to help me authentically share my message but I'm not going to wear my mentor's dress clothes. I'm certainly not going to wear my mentor's website, right? And so this is the challenge. That's why I wanted to have this conversation. I, I, I think everyone should have a coach. I do. I think everyone should go out and hire a coach. Go and hire a coach. And it's also really important that you, it's they're a guidepost. They're a guide. We don't know everything. Coaches aren't like the end all and be all. So that's part of the myths that I want to start 
you know, busting through. <clears throat> Other things I've heard about why we should follow a business model of someone who has success is to avoid the pitfalls of what could happen in business. So following a successful business model supposedly allows you to learn from the mistakes without having to make them yourself. And this can help you avoid these pitfalls, navigating difficult waters, right? Making entrepreneurship more easy. So I have a blatant meh to that. How can we avoid pitfalls? I mean, really, we learn through failure. We learn by stubbing our toe, scraping our knees. So it's really contradictory to say, here's a business model, follow it so you can avoid the mistakes, knowing full well that expansion only comes when we bust through things. So yes, I might be able to avoid a mistake, maybe. But within like the mistake that that person made, help them expand through to the next level. So why are we trying to avoid pitfalls? I think that's a more important question. Why are you trying to avoid failure, avoid mistakes? That is a way better question, way more thought provoking. Yes, okay, let's follow a strategy, a structure. I love a good system like any other person. I like structures. And how will that system or structure avoid a pitfall? So those are other, there's another question. How will following this, I believe that if we have a model that we want to follow, we're going to have our own pitfalls. The pitfalls come from our mindset, from our conditioning. Here's an example. I'm going to give a quick example, then we're going to go to a break. If I told you that you needed to know your numbers, and if you knew what your closing number, sales conversion number was, and let's say 20, your sales closing rate is 20%, and you were starting a new program you know, or a new business, and you wanted um, needed desired clients. And I said to you, great, I have a sales converting conversion system, which I do, right? I have this. All you need to do for 20 clients, if your conversion rate is 20%, is go pick up the phone or connect with 100 people so you can, at least 100 people, but have 100 phone calls and you'll have 20 clients. How many of you would be willing to do that? Yeah, I can, I can all feel you, right? I'm like, <laughs> right? It's a proven method. I can give it to you. I'm happy to give you the script. I'm happy to give you the script. And in fact, if you follow the script, it'll be way higher than 20%. However, the pitfall is you probably won't follow the script. And I'm going to share with you why that is after this next break. Thanks, everyone, so much for joining me here live on Inspired Choices Network. Love you much. We'll talk to you in a few minutes. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? 
tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I really do encourage you to uh, email me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Or you can look me up on any of the social media profiles that are out there. Pretty easy to find. Uh, my first name, Ranchelle, R-A-N-C-H-E-L-L-E. Now, must tell you that there is a, a resort called Ranchelle out in the Philippines. I don't own that resort. I'm not there. So, however, still really easy to find. And I really would love to have a conversation with you, whether we're talking about what we're discussing here today or there's anything else that you want to hang out with and have a conversation. Would love it, love it, love it. Awesome. So we we're talking about uh, avoiding pitfalls. And I, and I questioned, why do you want to avoid a pitfall? What would be your purpose behind avoiding a pitfall? What's wrong with hitting a pitfall? And if you're following a business model, you're still going to have pitfalls. They're going to belong to you. And some of that is around our mindset. As I was sharing with you, I could give you an amazing script. I could teach you how to, how to sell authentically. And authentically meaning you're authentic, like having your authentic voice. I could teach you how to do that. And, and you'd still need to take the act of having a conversation, and you may or may not do that. So that would be a pitfall. I can give you the model, the structure, the system. So pitfalls aren't a bad thing. It's an opportunity for us to expand. And so in your um, desire for, for following a model, if you're following, let's say, a sales script that isn't in your authentic voice, that's why I brought it up, because when I teach it, I teach it from your authentic voice, not mine. You don't want to sound like me. I, I don't want to sound like you, right? We want, to, we want to actually come across authentically ours as our brand. And so the pitfall you're going to face is that it won't feel like it's yours because it's not. It's not. And so some of the ways we can overcome this is to look at, assess, have conversation with what are the pitfalls we're trying to avoid? What would those pitfalls say about us? Like, what's the limiting belief behind those pitfalls? 
this will actually also add to the authentic, authenticity of your voice. And let me give you an example, because I think that's, that's probably the easiest way. So I know from my own um, journey in marketing and in sales, and I'll go specifically to marketing for, uh, to share this experience. One of my biggest pet peeves in marketing is that a human being only decides to change, to transform, to expand when they're in so much pain that they can't bear the pain any longer and they decide to take a different action, okay? So in marketing, uh, marketing marketers know that. And so what they do uh, is they talk to your pain points specifically. They stir the pot of your pain and then they make a promise that they, by working with them, your pain will go away, that they have the solution. Now, I'm not saying they don't have the solution at all. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is my pet peeve with marketing is that because I've seen many people that have taken advantage of someone who's on oh, the last straw, their last dollar, and have purchased something with a false solution. Now, not everyone does that. Not everyone does that. But the challenge, so this is my pet peeve, why I want to do the show is that you may do everything that the guru, coach, mentor, program told you to do, and it might not be successful. And it's not because you suck. It's because the way that it's worded is not authentic to you. That's my point. That was my point of doing the show. It's not authentic for you. And so, again, I'm not dissing on the marketing. I mean, I understand the psychology of it. I teach this. I understand. But what I think we can do now is say, hey, you're in pain. I have a solution. I don't have the solution. I have a solution. And I think business coaches and mentors and marketing and um, contributors, we're going to have to step up to the plate and we're going to have to do things differently and not give you a cookie cutter system, but rather understand how to teach you to integrate and embody the work that they're trying. That's what I want to do. That's why I do what I want to do, because I'm starting to point out that that's bullshit. That's bullshit. You can't mimic their voice. You're not them, right? And so there is a shift happening in the world where people are starting to see, wait a minute, it's not me. I'm not the problem. The problem is I'm following something that doesn't work for everyone. And the problem is everyone's out there selling this cookie cutter thing because we all want more revenue. There's nothing wrong with expansion. There's nothing wrong with more money. There's nothing wrong with wanting more money. 
but the way and make the ways for us to do it is changing and i'm sure if you're listening to this still you get it you understand and that's your resistance to doing it their way is because you know that you needed to do it your way but you haven't been taught how to integrate it or how to embody it for you now that's my superpower that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm here on Inspired Choices Network, because I want to teach people, take whatever you it is you want to do. I will help you integrate it and embody it. Wouldn't that be cool if you could take your authentic voice with a business model that you, of someone that you know, that you like, that you trust, and you could create your authentic brand, your authentic voice. And it wouldn't matter what people said about you because you knew that you were living your life on purpose with purpose. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be cool if I asked my clients, all the time, wouldn't that be cool if? Wouldn't that be cool if we could all show up that way and create our own authentic voice? And I say create because it feels like a creation, it feels like an expansion because we don't know what our authentic voice is. Because it's been suppressed and we've been repressed, we've been conditioned to shut up, to don't, don't talk about sex, can't talk about sex, Ranchal, you can't swear, Ranchal, you can't talk about religion, you can't ask people about money, you can't talk about money, what the fuck can I talk about then? <laughs> what else is there to talk about? I don't, I don't get it. I remember saying that to my mom and dad once, I don't understand, right? I don't want to talk about the weather. I want to talk about what makes people tick. I want to find out why are you behaving that way? What's your core wound? What's your core fear? Why do you say things like that? Like those are the kinds of conversations I like to have. And, you know, my, I bless my mom and dad. They were just trying to like, you know, keep me at bay because they loved me and they were trying to protect me. There's a story that came out um my dad's in, uh, in the hospital. He had a, a massive heart attack at the beginning of, um, of the month, uh, beginning of July. And so he's in uh, the rehab center called the Glen Rose in Edmonton. And so uh, he was, uh, as he was there, so my niece Bronte was there with her new baby Oslo. And they were talking about just um, different things that kids say. So Oslo's older sister, Isla, Bronte's oldest. Okay, follow me. So when we're talking about the, the, the out of the mouths of babes and mom was sharing a story of when I was a kid, I was in the grocery store with my mom and there was a man there who had um, been in an accident and had lost his legs. So he was in a wheelchair and his legs were cut off. Uh, and I was, mom thought probably four, three or four, maybe five, but like probably three or four. And she said she saw me looking at him and she knew that I was going to say something to him. She just knew it. And she's so she's like, I was so I was so stressed. I was so embarrassed that Ranchal was going to say something. So I kind of tried to scooch her off into the different aisle. And mom said I kind of turned my body around and went up to him and asked him why he was sitting on his stumps. Right. And, you know, and everyone kind of laughed because that's, you know, at that time I didn't have the language to ask, but I was curious. I was curious enough to ask to find out what happened. Now he didn't, he wasn't offended. He laughed and he shared with me what happened. But everyone around me at that time thought that would be offensive. That question would offend somebody. And so, and, and I find even now, even more so now, um, we're 
so over, overtly concerned about offending someone that maybe we've kind of swung the pendulum the other way and we're afraid to have real authentic conversation. We're afraid to be curious because we might offend somebody. But people can tell when you're curious versus some people, not everyone, can tell when you're curious versus being offensive. And it's an amazing skill set to develop. If you want to develop your authentic voice, start asking authentic questions. Start asking questions that you really want to know the answers to. You'll, you'll soon find your authentic voice. It is the most amazing thing. And I, I don't know if it's a skill set. I think it's probably can be developed into a skill set. My dad is naturally curious. As I said, he's in the rehab center right now. And, um, and I was teasing him because we were, I went for lunch on Sunday with him. My mom and I were sitting with my dad and a group of people. He has a group of friends now, right? Um, and so we went for a walk and I said, tell me about the nurses. And he gave me all of the, like in his in the ward, he gave me the names of all of the nurses that he's seen, where they're living, like what part of Edmonton they're leaving, uh, how many kids they have, what they're doing in their life, where they're from. Um, because a majority of, of the nurses there have emigrated from a different country. And he's just going through this. And then he talks about the people in his ward that are uh, in rehab, where they're from, what they're doing. My dad has a natural curiosity for people. And we were talking about it. And he said, it's interesting, he finds, because he made people know he's just naturally curious. If he uses the wrong language with the nurses, like if he asks a question that maybe, you know, somebody younger might be afraid to ask because it could be offended. They're not offended by him because they know he's just not, he's, he's naturally curious. Wouldn't that be cool if we could just all go back to being naturally curious? So this all came from, we're trying to avoid pitfalls, right? And what pitfalls are you avoiding in following a guru and tying it into your authentic voice I promise comes because of the pitfalls. So you might want to follow a business model for structures and systems, but please don't bullshit yourself to think that you're not going to make a mistake, that you're not going to stumble or fall. You are. That's part of expansion. All right, let's go to our I mean, last break already. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for joining me here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchelle. You're on the show, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, and we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. I got so excited sharing um, about your authentic voice that I forgot to share. Uh, I often pull cards 
And um, so this week I pulled the compass card and the cleaning house card. And uh, Sarah, our producer said, I think you pulled, I know I pulled the compass card. She said, I think you pulled the cleaning, uh, cleaning house card last week too. We're on a theme folks. We're on a theme. So let me quickly just read this. Uh, cleaning house uh, card to you. So when you see the cleaning cleaning house, it's uh, it, it a reading. It's time to declutter your life, get rid of unwanted things in your physical home, and release what you no longer want or truly need. Is there any unfinished business you should address? Thoughts, memories, and emotional baggage must be swept out of your house as well. Your conscience, your conscience must be clear for you to move freely in the world. What are you hanging on to, people? It's time to let that shit go. Celebrate a spring cleaning and feel the freedom as you make way for much better things. Look at what you've resisted uh, discarding and be honest about its value. Be honest. Clean house, right? I love that. I love that. And uh, I'll read the compass one here in a moment. Next week's, next week's show is all about hidden masks and the truth behind our pain. Um, I... One of the things that I've noticed in my own life is whenever I'm wearing a mask of some sort, and there has been a lot of masks that I was that I've worn, that there um, has been a lot of pain behind that. So unveiling, unmasking myself has been something that I have spent many, many years working on, working through. It also is related to creating your authentic voice, which is why I wanted to do it right after this week's show, because as we start to really experience our true authentic self, our truth, um, letting go of our ego, our inner eye, letting go of that false belief, that false sense of who we are, allows us to step into our authentic authenticity, allows us, if you have a business, to, to build a brand that you love, to build a business that's, that you love, to build an epic life. Because you're you're letting go of all the things that you think you should or should not do or should or should not say. Now, I'm not talking about intentionally going out and hurting people and just having no filter. Although there are people in my life, um, my partner, Rob, has no filter. And although it can be painful for me to hear some of the things that he says, I eventually... And sometimes it takes a bit longer. I eventually am so much appreciative of his his uh, non-filtered right, verbiage. Because if I'm triggered, uh, I know there's truth there. I'm, I'm attaching my false sense. My false self is attached. I'm coming from a place of ego. So I know that there's room for growth and expansion there. Now, which kind of ties into, and I'm just going to spend just a few minutes on this because we're almost to the end. Part of what people tell you to do is to follow a business model, a structure, a mentor, so you can have growth and expansion. And okay, sure. When you have that, when you follow a model, they certainly will have strategies in place for scaling or growth, or they should. They should have, uh, ooh, I don't like to use the word should. Can't think of another word. An opportunity is there to follow scaling and growth. However, right, growth and expansion comes because you're butting up against a wall, an obstacle, a challenge. So I believe the reason we have growth and expansion 
while you're following the business model isn't because they have a strategy for you in place, but it's because you need to face your piles of poo while you decide to build your profession, right? To build your business, to build your organization, to build your mission or live your mission, to have your life to be on purpose with purpose. The growth and expansion comes from the stretch, not because you're following a system or a strategy. That may feel like at first glance, it makes it easier for you. And there's lots of systems and structures that I look at and go, I like this about it. And this is not authentically me. I like this about it, but I don't resonate with that. I like this about it, but I have resistance to it because of this. So again, I'm not saying don't follow structures or systems. That's why franchises are more successful than business models that like a ma and pa shop. Curves franchises were successful to a point, and they ended up having a little bit of a demise, but to a point because there was systems in place. And their systems beat out other, the systems, not the people, beat out other like ma and pa type of gyms because the mom the gyms didn't have the systems and structures. Now, some of them did, but they didn't have systems and structures. They couldn't expand. They couldn't expand. They couldn't scale. And so really, that's what we're talking about. So absolutely what I'm saying, and I want to be really clear, what I'm saying is, for sure, I think it's important that we can look at something and go, oh, that's kind of cool. And I'd like to be able to grab hold of that, bring in my own authentic voice, my own authentic personality, my own authentic brand, my own authentic way of doing things and model it, but not model it in the sense of it has to be this way or this is the only way, because that then becomes restrictive in nature versus expansive. I use the example of you're not going to wear the exact same clothes that your coach or guru or mentor wears, right? You're not going to wear. So why would you want to take everything that they do and use it? And the reason why you want to do that is because honestly, you don't believe that you have what it takes in your belly to do it. Been there, done that. You don't believe that you can do it without this. I'm saying you can do it and have fun with following the model, following the business structure, following the systems. It, it's not either or, but at least authentically own you. At least be aware. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.